Well, good Friday morning, everybody. It's the 16th of July, and my title today is Help for the Hopeless, and it goes along with boot camp day number 26. I hear from some of my readers who are struggling with their sexual brokenness that they sometimes, or maybe even often, feel hopeless. This happens quite frequently soon after they have a little hope that something they found might be the answer, only to find out it's not the answer, and they're back and maybe even a little deeper in their addiction. Porn addicts feel like they are the lepers of today. Virtually every one of us have felt the feelings of hopelessness which then leads us to begin to doubt our salvation and even if there's a loving God. One can reason if there is a loving God, why doesn't he heal us? Does our painful crying out for healing not reach his ears? And if he does hear us, what's keeping him from healing us? I know what that is like because I felt it and I fought it. For years, as a married man with four children and being a full-time senior pastor whose career was on the line, my career should have ended were it not for my ability to hide my secret sin and hope that I could somehow find freedom without help from anyone. That wasn't possible. Outside, I looked fine and successful, but on the inside, I was a leper. I was a secret leper. And if anyone would learn the truth about me, my life and ministry would be over, and perhaps my marriage too. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, we see what Jesus does when in the presence of a leper. In that day, lepers were banned from society and destined to live out their lives in a colony of other lepers outside of the community. All of them, seeing their flesh being consumed by the disease, losing feelings, uh, and living in their death camp from which nobody survived. Living there was a death sentence And if you were a leper, you had to live there. However, one leper has left the colony and comes into the presence of Jesus. He would have been easily recognized by his clothing and probably a pathetic walk with his head down and his arm raised to shield his face, calling out, unclean, unclean which you had to do so the people would stay away from him. You know, we know nothing about his age, but Jesus was his last hope. Jesus had already created a wild reputation as one being able to heal many that were brought to him with sickness and demonic possession. So this leper comes up to him, shaking in his sandals, and ignoring the gasps of the crowd 
who were probably incensed that this leper was in their area, and how dare he come up to Jesus? But he does, and he gets on his knees, and he implores Jesus with these words, quote, if you are willing, you can make me clean, end quote. Notice he doesn't say if you are able. The man was not questioning the power of Jesus, but was asking if it was his will. Lepers were not welcome being among those who were not lepers. And so he has shown great faith and courage to ignore the crowd, who were surely muttering words of discouragement, shock, and anger. But what happened next had never happened before in all of their days. We read, quote, Moved with compassion, Jesus reached out his hands and touched him and said to him, I am willing, be cleansed. And then we read, And immediately the leprosy left him, and he was cleansed. You know, there's a beauty in this moment that we dare not miss. Jesus was moved with compassion. This man, this social outcast, banned from the town with everyone believing that he was a leper because either he or his parents or all of them had committed some horrible sin and this lifetime judgment was from God and has fallen upon him. The leprosy was God's judging him because of some sin, and so he was condemned to die a leper. You know what? I think porn addicts are the lepers of today within churches, or at least we feel like it. We have cried out to God and to Jesus so many times we can't count them. We live in fear that if anyone finds out that we have become addicted to porn, we would be looked down upon as sinners much worse than all the other sinners, many of whom do not even realize that they themselves are sinners too. Others believe that we have become addicted to porn because we are either weak, stupid, or both. Shocking that the statistics say over 60% of all Christian men in each church and up to 30% of all women, and the Lord only knows how many children, are addicted, are weak, and stupid. Because those are the percentages coming from very reliable studies. And also... A fairly large number of pastors are addicted as well. Truth be told, churches are the leper colonies of today living in denial and secret shame. Some are beginning to try and admit the truth and help their members. A growing number of ministries and people are being created to help the sexually broken, and 180 is one of them. We started doing 180 at Vineyard Columbus in 2009. And by the grace of God and the forgiveness of my wife, 
I have accepted the calling to create a ministry that now has 12-plus years of a proven track record of helping men find the healing we all so desperately want. We actually started February of 2009. The answer is not some quick-fix deliverance that immediately sets you free. Why do I think that? Because I know men who believed they were delivered by a former pastor friend of mine who does deliverance full-time, and he has developed the best program I've ever seen based on Scripture and very wise thinking. And we both agree that after deliverance is done, there is a danger of falling back into sexual addiction if one does not deal with the same three problems they had before their deliverance. We all, delivered or not, have a sin nature. We all, delivered or not, still do battle with demonic forces. And we all, delivered or not, are still living behind enemy lines. And we will be dealing with all three of these realities until we get to heaven. I hate to confuse you with the reality of this life and want you to know that despite these present realities, God has given us everything we need to live a godly life and to walk in purity. Yes, purity is possible. However, even though all of us who are sexually broken have the Holy Spirit living in our bodies, what the vast majority of us are afraid and scared to death is telling the truth and getting the help we need from a community of other believers, having the same weekly accountability and daily support that every Christian needs, which is exactly what our online support teams do, which I started over three years ago, and we're currently helping close to 200 men with weekly accountability and daily support. So I ask you, are you ready to leave the secret leper colony? Discover that Jesus has compassion on your sin and wants to and can heal you through the power of a community of other fellow strugglers? Well, if you are, just email me. If you're helped with my daily emails, then join us and walk with us through the 180 Recovery Program and begin to see the healing that is biblical and done within a community. And you will begin to see the healing accomplished in your life. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. I really care, and I hope that you reach out for help. Take care. Have a good day in the Lord, and goodbye.